very much in favor of the counting of points. Does it work for you? No. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Run Through, the figure skating podcast where we talk about all the things that make us kiss, make us cry. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Rippon. And I am one of your other hosts, Ashley Wagner. And as always, this wouldn't be an episode of The Run Through if we didn't invite our producer, but also special guest who happens to be on every single episode of this podcast, Sarah Hughes, not Olympic champion. Welcome back to the pod. Welcome Thank you back. So much. I love not being Olympic champion. A guest of this podcast. You know what's really funny? The so we make like a little sheet before every single episode just to like have notes and things like that. And Sarah set this up and it says talent and in order, it goes Adam Rapon, Sarah Hughes. Wait, Ashley I wrote Wagner. that. I don't think I wrote that. I no. That sounds I think like something. <laughs> I, I think did it's that? from when I was gone one day, and like Mariah, I've been copying and pasting. So I just <laughs> chuckle to myself when I look at it because you are your staple. Yeah, she's a permanent member that we welcome back (laughs) out of irony. I mean, well, and I I appreciate that irony. And we're glad to have you. And we're also glad because Merry Happy Holidays, everyone, because it is Grand Prix season. It's here. Yes, it is. And this is our flight booked to Dallas, Texas. But then you'll be driving to Allen, Texas. The Mecca of figure skating (laughs) as they say i think texas is very well i mean honestly though all jokes aside we have had some decent skaters come out of texas our beloved mariah bell our beloved amber glenn girl our beloved tara lipinski from sugarland that's true ashley kane true beloved as well yes yes (laughs) who else now I'm now I'm thinking wow, about we were really it only joking. women out of Texas. Wow, yes, because boys aren't allowed to figure skate because that's not manly enough. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're not. Al- <laughs> yeah, they're not allowed to be from Texas. That's right. You're right. That's. I true. forgot about that rule. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a law. It is. Yeah, you're right. They they just passed it. We don't they know for women's sure rights, that it's not and then they went after. We don't know that. No, that's actually we actually don't know what laws are in Texas. We don't know much. No, and on that note, we also don't know what exactly know. what's going to happen at these Grand Prix. This is our first event preview on the podcast of a Grand Prix. So this is a really this is a monumental moment here at the run through. Congrats to all of us. A physical location. It is. I'm tagging it on uh, my Instagram post, tagging it as the location of the run through, which is based in now Allen, Texas. (laughs) Um, I am excited for this event. So we were talking about how we wanted to do this. And we decided I will do a little breakdown of the women's event. Adam is going to be taking on the men's. Sarah is going to take over her beloved dance. That's right. And 
then we're all just gonna we're gonna talk. collab on the pairs. We're gonna yeah, collab pa- on pairs. The pairs is a collab. Yeah. Um. And a, yeah, let's start with the women. I think yeah is this is the strongest among the strongest fields here. Yeah, I think it's one of the most competitive fields at this event. I am excited for the women's event. Actually. And what are I you excited for? Be... <laughs> well, I didn't pull up my notes. One minute. What? You're not ready? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hopefully the skaters are more prepared than well, Ashley is <laughs> to give her preview. Well, as soon this is as actually Sarah exactly like... how Ashley showed up to competitions also. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You all laugh. But that's true, and it worked out totally yeah, it fine. It did work. It did work out <laughs> totally fine. It did Adam's, world medalist. greatest resentment of Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying blood tears. Yeah, every every pre-event, he was like, you should really get your shit together. And I'm like, it's going to be fine. And then it and was. And it was. Until my last Skate America, and then it wasn't. Well, so. that's okay, because you had 10 plus years of it being pretty great. So I think True. you're okay if you have one bad one. Okay, let's just let's give a little um, preview. So I am really excited. We've got Luna Hendricks, Isabel Levito. Uh, beyond that, Amber Glenn, Glove Lover, Ekaterina Kurakova, Monacoabe. Mm-hmm. Like, Very important. We've got... You uh, young, we have a really exciting field to look forward to. Obviously, I think the main storyline here is going to be Isabeau versus Luna. They last Grand Prix season kind of went back and forth a little bit. Isabeau was second at the Grand Prix final, but Luna went on and was third at Worlds. Isabeau was fourth at Worlds. So I think that these are two athletes that are going to be really well matched. They're so different though. I mean, we just saw them go head to head at Japan Open. Obviously, that was just a free skate. Uh we haven't seen Luna's short program yet. It's another Madonna program. So I'm very excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I have always said the story of Madonna needs to be continued into two programs. You have said that, actually. <laughs> you have said that before. It's one of and the so, first things you ever said to me. And yeah, me. I in said... 2008, when we met, you went, hey, have, have you ever thought have about you ever doing thought about Madonna? continuing Madonna's story? <laughs> you know whose <laughs> story is pro- untold? Madonna. Madonna. I actually said that to Dennis Ten, and he was like, that's such a good idea. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to do, do the artist. I'm going to do the artist instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for these two. Um, really curious to see what Amber Glenn is going to put out on the ice because last year, this was her first Grand Prix podium. She was third at Skate America last season and, you know, can be so hot and cold. Uh, but I think coming into this season... We just kind of have to like wait and see. We haven't seen her programs yet. Um, I don't know, but I have a good feeling about this season. I really want her to be able to put it together. Last season, it was her first season with a new coaching team. So she's been in the Springs for over a year now, a little bit more settled. Hopefully that's going to kind of help with the chaos of it all. 
I feel and like I think it started to come hard. through last season. Like it, it looked like she was more organized. It looked like she was totally. prepared. And she had, you know, I think in the past, Amber was either good or bad. And she had a few okay skates and she had some great skates. And I think for Amber, that's a huge step forward because not every skate is going to be a clean skate. And to be able to go out there and to perform well, even when things like aren't all the way there, I think for yeah. me, I saw that and was like, okay, she really looks like she's in the zone and there's a few years left before the Olympics come. Like, I think that this is great. Second year in this coaching situation, yeah, getting more acclimated to where she's living and her training and her coaches. I, I think it could be really exciting for her and for us. Yeah. We're obviously, we are Glenheads on this we are. podcast. Oh, I'm a Glenhead. We are. <laughs> I'm really excited to see her programs because I think yes. both of them are going to be really good fits for her. She's doing mm-hmm. Heads Will Roll for her yes, short I'm program. Yes, I'm so excited for this. And that. she's doing um, Exogenesis Part 3 by Muse for her What's free skate. And I think love. that will work really nicely for her. I think both of them I, will I think work really will nicely too. for her. Um, I have a little I'm going to I'm going to brag a little bit. So Caitlin Weaver choreographed her short program and Caitlin was sending me music options for Amber. And I'm like, no, this I think Amber originally wanted to skate to something from Euphoria, which I was like, ah, of course she does. And it's trendy. euphoric. It's very trendy. (laughs) Yes. Very trendy. Um, and so when Caitlin was sending me different cuts, I was just like, heads will roll. This girl would crush it. She'd be so good at it. So I'm happy to see that that's coming through for her. I did have a little like, hmm, choices were made when she didn't compete early on in the season. I think that she's someone who well, needs she, practice competing. Well, she fractured her orbital bone in her face when she collided with her training mate. What do you have to say best, now, Ashley? Best wishes, kindest <laughs> regards. You have egg on Hope your you face heal. now. I'm Wait, finding it a bit what? suspicious. Her Wait, face was broken. This? She posted about it. She collided with what Sonia Hilmer, I think. Yes, right? not Sonia. And I also love Sonia. I know. Sonya, okay? This is why I thought you would know for sure because these are two of your your girls. Yeah, I, they, I they leave collided. them alone in the off season. I don't. I don't need to follow skaters in the off season. September's not the off season for everyone. Only right. for you. For, for me, it is. <laughs> I was not competing in September. Oh my god! Yeah, yes. so she had. She had. Yeah. Don't she, worry. It's gonna be okay. She broke this bone next to her eye, and so. Oh, that hurts. Too. Yeah, and she had like a big. <laughs> yeah, bruise. no shit. She broke her <laughs> face. <laughs> Oh, and that that does hurt. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, Amber, good luck. <laughs> you know, okay, um, wait. I, I, the, in this women's event, <laughs> I am really excited to see um, Hana Yoshida because I really, yeah. really like her programs this year. I love her short program. It's music okay. I would never choose. And for her I, or period? In, in period. That's I, I would never choose it, but it's so cool and catchy. And I think uh-huh. she's a really, really good skater. 
Um, she can do a triple axel. I think she could be a dark horse in this event. Yeah, I think that's a good point to make. The other dark horse that I have my eyes on would be Monica Wabe. Yeah. I think that she technically is like a very strong sound skater. Uh, she won Japanese regionals. I'm very confused about like the road to Japanese nationals. I do not understand that competitive season. Yeah, I mean, like, but the, it's not that different than the U.S. one. I mean, they basically do sectional type. But things. she had like two regional events. I don't know. Uh, okay. Well, she Either could way. be doing um, a competition in the summer, which you <laughs> really poo pooed Amber not doing <laughs> while she was healing her face. Ah, <laughs> uh, that makes so much sense. Well, I was like, why isn't she practicing competing? She should. Um, well, now I know that her face is broken. Um, but one thing <laughs> about Mana I want to bring up I'm glad we her- gave you the women <laughs> to prepare for. And this okay, just I'm, didn't come up. I'm sweating because I'm pregnant, I think. But, like, I also think it's the stress of it all. Um, okay, if you watch Mana's free skate. So she is, um, oh, my God, what's it called? I'm not going to be able to remember. Not Tosca. Oh, no, keep going. Who are we talking about? She's talking about Mana Mana's Kawabe. Free skate. Okay. Can I just open it? Bolero? Bolero. She's getting to Bolero and she is channeling. That was Bolero? <laughs> I. She is channeling Carolina Costner in her, it's her truest form. Mm-hmm. The second I saw it, I was like, that's Carolina Costner. The costume, the movement. I loved it. That's all I have to say. I'm done. I rest my case. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) I still can't get over that that was you singing Bolero. Do you hear how stuffed up I am? Oh, it's not that. that No. No. That's not not the congestion. But I did the drums in the beginning, too. (laughs) Wait. You didn't even. (laughs) That's. Okay. Why didn't you go right to the melody? Why did you do that? Play back the tapes. That's what I did. <laughs> play, play oh back no, the tapes. sweetheart! But no. I gave you she your says, intro. Play back the tapes. Dun, 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 Stop dun, the count. <laughs> Wait, this is when we Stop. need like the soundboard. <laughs> yes, we will play it back. I will. Oh my god, Sarah, I will actually pay you for your work editing this episode if you go back and play it back. Okay. Yeah, we'll play it back. It'll go right here. Not Tosca. And then you can see. It was, as you can see. As you can see, that was Bolero. As you can see with your ears, your very own ears. Okay, well... um. Great. So Mana, yes. Yeah, I'm excited about Mana. Um, I am interested to see you young at this. I event. am not. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> I think it's the sweat. I'm so hot right now. Oh my god. And I 
Da-da-dum. She's just really congested. She's really congested. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm hot now. I'm very hot. Oh, I'm crying. God. I'm crying. Okay. What? No. <laughs> yeah. Why no? <laughs> because I currently, she can absolutely prove me wrong and I would love that. I'm just not excited about her. I feel like she has gotten so much hype for so long, like years, mm-hmm. because, you know, she was like a phenom at such a young age and she was fifth at Nepala. And I know that we keep on saying like the beginning of the season, these summer competitions don't really count for anything, but I watched her programs. They're okay. They're fine. Her jumps look fine. I just don't. I don't get excited about her for as much hype as she gets. And so I just want her to either show up and skate. And like, obviously, it's not like she's hyping herself up, right? Like, it's not her fault that she gets. Yeah, you're definitely not excitement. doing it now. So well, and I don't and <laughs> I, I don't more. think. Yeah, and I don't I get think it. I'm even like trying to hype her up when I say I'm interested in seeing her here. I think she had a really shocking like not shocking, but just like abrupt ending to her season after her fall wasn't that bad last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm just wondering, like with that extra time of not competing, how that manifests itself. Like I know she went out to Autumn Classic, but I don't really yeah. like count, you know, like right. these are warm ups. So I'm yeah. just interested to see how how she looks. I am yeah. too, because I do think we know what her potential is could be so i think when we see these summer competitions it's more like what was her you know maybe she has a different game plan of like i'm just gonna go in i'm gonna do triple doubles i want to just get my feet under me and then when i get into the grand prix i can kick it into high gear she has the potential to have a plan like that and be like i'm not gonna care what place i get at these summer competitions it's more important for me to get settled grounded with competitive feet so i'm curious to see i understand what you're saying ashley that like there are moments where I really wish young you would like give more, but I'm curious because we do know that she has the potential to be able to do that. So I'm curious of like, where is she now? Like how, where's her headspace? How is she competing? How is she practicing? I want to see it. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I just, I think I feel some kind of way about potential skaters because I always competed against potential skaters. And then, you know, like my main competition potential skater, like, and so I was never the potential skater. I was always competing against the potential skater. And I always got yeah, so you had annoyed because no I'm like, well, I was always like the third place girl where they're like, she here she is. Like, she's just chugging along. And like, it paid off for me because I got that experience and really had to work my way up. But these potential skaters, at a certain point, I'm like, show up, do it. I will say it is crazy to hear your perspective of yourself <laughs> yeah. because it's insane for me. I have at been the, the old skater since junior world's. In Oberstdorf, which neither of you believed I was at. <laughs> well, because I, I was competing I think that against you like, sort of questioned whether Mariah. that was true, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because a yeah, lot of people thought maybe. that you had 
potential. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one thought that. No, did. they didn't. They they went, no are you excited that. to see Ashley? And they went, no. No. <laughs> I promise you that's not. the meanest. That's the meanest I'm thing not. I'll say on this podcast. And it's only because I'm like overheating. <laughs> uh, well. Okay. Why don't we talk about men? <laughs> as Ashley's overheating, let's get right into the men. Let's get uh, into yes. the men. <clears throat> so I'm excited for this event. I think it's going to be really... I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be interesting. I do feel like this could be a runaway victory for Ilya, barring catastrophe. I feel like for him, he needs to just go in, do his job, get the gold medal, and and leave. Look forward to like the rest of the season. This is just about gaining experience heading into nationals and the world championships. And the Grand Prix final. And the Grand Prix final. Um, I think the next silver medal position i think that that for me feels like a lock i feel like shun sato again i think if really Ilya, i do i really do a feel like shun sato. i do i feel over like over kevin it, amos yes i do okay wait tell us why i think that and i'm not saying that kevin's a lock either i just think he's in the running yeah, i think I that think second i think in third are a mix I think that I think it could be a that silver bronze position could be a mix. Yeah. I do see Shun Sato kind of pulling ahead mm-hmm. just because of the technical. And I don't think that he's a bad performer. I don't think that he's as good or as expressive as Kevin. But I do think that he is I don't know not if anyone's a- as expressive as Kevin. No, I I mean, no. They're not. I'm not. I mean his coach well, <laughs> Sylvia. Sylvia Fontana, yes. <laughs> and they are adding her expressions into his marks, which they, is fair because I, they are good. It's deserved. Extra points if she cries. Which, so he's always getting those points. Yes, deservedly. <laughs> so I do see Shun kind of edging out that third place to get that second place and for me i do feel like this bronze medal because i think kevin can be a bit inconsistent i think when we saw him at the world championships that's the best he's ever been two great programs so good that's like the kevin that we like eat sleep and breathe and dream to watch at every competition yeah because it's amazing it's incredible skating he's got a, a signature style that's all his own no other skater can skate like he does and when he puts it all together it's so exciting and it's so beautiful and i think depending on how he skates i do see him kind of finishing out i'm 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 assuming like let's say everybody goes clean i think Ilya is first i think shun sato is second i think kevin is third i think what about pizza king the pizza king andrew torgashev obviously oh i have to quit before we move <laughs> Before we move on from Kevin, Adam, yes. would yes. you care to do a rendition of his free skate music for us? What <gasps> is, what is it? Duh. Oh yeah, Duh. excuse me. Oh wait, should I plug my nose so it can be congested? Okay, now that you're doing that, it actually helps. That's clearer. Yeah, if anything, the the plugged nose version sounds more like it. Right, because I sound more like a horn. 
And that's science. Yeah, and that's science. <laughs> Speaking um, of science, if you eat pizza for 55 days in a row, you'll can you win weight. a medal you at a Grand die. Prix? <laughs> that is what we're going to find out. If you eat pizza for 50 plus days in a row, can you win a medal at a Grand Prix? I have my eyes on Pizza King. I say Pizza I do King. Too. I love his skate. I love his skating. Yeah. Okay. This short program. This Pizza short King. program is one of my favorites of the season yes, so far. It is mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. one of the best. He had like the standout moment for me in this whole event right now is Andrew Torgashev's footwork sequence in the short program. Mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. something so cool about it. He does this one thing where he does his cluster of three turns in the footwork and he steps back. In like a slow motion and he's like arched but on a toe pick of this swell of the music. It's really chef's kiss. I do see Andrew Torgashev. I'm thinking if I'm putting a prediction together, I see Andrew Torgashev on the podium. Mm. Okay. I hope that's so you true. Do you have, uh, you do currently have, well, so then who goes? You're saying Kevin goes. I'm saying Kevin goes. And I, I, can, think, I mean, based on the way he is early in the season, a lot of the time, I can see that happening. Yeah, I can too. And I think that, um, you know, earlier this season, we've seen Andrew debut a new quad, a sow, which looked really nice at Lombardia mm-hmm. Trophy, and which also really took me by surprise being the second element. I think in the free skate, it's even the third element, which at that point, I was tired. And I right. really You're admire that. You're doing a program i was doing a double axle for my third element <laughs> which is smart but if you can do a quad sow i would do a quad sow uh, if, if, if i could do one if, if i, I could have done, done one yeah i would have i would have put it as my third element and i would have had pizza for 50 plus days in a row yep. cpk all the way i think in a dark horse and it feels like dennis vasiliev's is sort of always this dark horse-ish kind of person that he can be on a podium he does need a few mistakes from other competitors if he's perfect yeah um so i do see him i do consider him in the in the mix of 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 possibly coming out with a medal depending on on skates but if i had to pick a podium i do think it's malanin sato Torgashev. that's who i do Mm. feel are the top three yeah. at this event. But- also, Twitter, you all told us that this is Dennis's first time back in the U.S. since 2016. Iconic. Which is Welcome inherently back. fierce. To avoid coming to this country for so long <laughs> is fierce. I mean, starting in 2016, which is kind of when things started to go downhill. Right. Like, truly. he It's a political statement. It is. And I support him. Yeah. I'm glad. No notes. I hope his nipples aren't out, though. I hope he did fix that. I mean, I mean, having his nipples out in Texas is a political statement as well. Oh, my God. Yes. And I think I would support actually that. can get arrested for that. Okay. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. I had been thinking about <laughs> costume deductions. Okay. Okay. Oh, do you have another proposal <clears throat> for the ISU? No. I almost got one. <laughs> Oh, because of your Silence. bare shoulders or your nipples? Okay. No, my nipples were covered with pleather, yeah. which sounds worse than it was. <laughs> but I had a short program costume. It was that 20, what is a 20, I don't know, the season before the Olympics in 2018. 
Mm-hmm. And my short program costume was black and it was like a black tank top. And the back was, the front was a black pleather and the back was a black mesh. You had Luna's dress on. I was wearing Luna Hendricks dress and I actually, I sold it to her this summer and that's why I do <laughs> like it because that is what I was exactly wearing. <laughs> and um, I skated at the Grand Prix in I skated at Skate America and everything was fine and then I wore it in the morning practice um before the short program I was skating in Paris and the team leader came up to me and said they're gonna give you a costume violation if you don't find a way to cover your back because they're considering the back being exposed and now you have your shoulders exposed and that's more than 50% of you being exposed. They're going to give you a, a deduction. So this what I so did stupid. between the um, before the before between the practice and the competition, I took the Paris subway. I went to H&M. I bought a, a, <laughs> like a ladies small t-shirt. I put it on. I put my costume on. And then Marissa Castelli cut the sleeves <laughs> out of the t-shirt to like match the, 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 the tank top. And I skated in an H&M t-shirt covered by a costume, and I did not get a deduction. Wait, on that trip, was that also the trip that you bought that sweatshirt that had um, the word across it that she read? What was that? You you bought, like, a sweatshirt, and it had some word that was, like, either French or not French at all, and mm-hmm. she said it like it was a French word? Oh, I had... <laughs> this is Marissa she's talking about. I had a sweatshirt that said majestic across <laughs> it. Right. And Marissa Castelli, I was wearing it and she pointed at it and she went, majestique. And I was like, no. <laughs> no. And she wasn't like, she's not someone to just like say things in a fun way just because like she read it like majestique. Majestique. And I went, um, no. 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 <laughs> no, 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 um, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do think I think this men's event will be exciting. I think it'll be yeah. um, entertaining. A lot of entertaining good skaters in this event. So that is my men's preview. I'm excited to see Max Nelmov. I I like his mm, skating. I just oh, I love I, his skating. Oh my god, yeah, it's so gorgeous. I love such a Max's beautiful skating. skater. Yeah, I'm excited just to like see him on the ice. I feel like he elevates an event just simply by his skating skills alone. Um, and I want Steven Gogolev to have like a good solid competition. He really he has a yeah. lot of potential. Ashley hates people with potential. Yeah, Ace actually hates that. She hates potential. Yeah, if you could be good, stop being stuck in the could and just be good. Thank you. Put that on a sweatshirt. <laughs> and, <laughs> and have read Marissa it in read a it. French accent. <laughs> yeah. If you could stop. be good. <laughs> stop being Get out of the stook <laughs> and be good. Period. <laughs> period. <laughs> the period's in an American accent. Yes. <laughs> RuPaul all of a sudden just comes out. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah, I think that's that's what I have to say about men. Also, Nika Godzai also has the craziest, tidiest quadruple jumps. Oh, I thought you were going to say last name. No. What? (laughs) Like, if you asked me to spell Igadze, I would just, I would spell Magnifique. Majestique. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. All the right. craziest 
tidiest last name. Oh my name. god. Yes. I'm unwell. This I'm ru- I'm burning up and running a fever. So this is a fever <laughs> okay. dream. I will not remember this episode. Move along. <laughs> okay. Um, should we go to pairs? I think we can go in order of the way that they'll show up on the results sheet. Oh God. Yes. Okay. Well, and I feel like, you know, oh, I'm nervous. Listeners, you have to earn ice dance. So we're going to talk about pairs now. Ah, it's true. Okay. This field is not as star studded as we had hoped it might be. Um, mm-hmm. mostly because the world champions pulled out of the event. Um, so Riku, Mira, and Ryuchi Hiara will not be here. Um, and then... Do Danny- we have any real reason as to why? It's an injury. Okay. Um, so, yeah. They're out. Yeah. Which is disappointing. Not just because, not just for this event, but because they won't be able to go to the final. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm actually not sure if they're competing in their second event yet or not, but either way, we won't see them a lot this We fall. won't see them at the at the final, yeah. So, um so I think that this this event becomes a big opportunity for a few teams. Totally. Totally. Um Leah and Trent from Canada are this is Trend-ent. only their second season Trendent. This is their second season together. Um mm-hmm. they got six that worlds last year. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, they had some success for a brand new team. Well, and for a team where she was still competing in singles last year, too. Like, she wasn't even yeah. fully doing pairs. So I think, like... Sometimes but- that's good, though. Like, sometimes when the girls are still doing singles, they, like, keep a pulse on their single skills. Okay. So you think they're going to be worse? Because she's not I- doing that anymore. <laughs> I'm just, I'm worried because I trained with um, Mary Beth Marley and Rockney Brubaker and Mary Beth was really new to pairs. And the thing that makes pairs so difficult switching over from singles is it completely messes with your timing. And so when you still are regularly skating singles, you are like practicing that normal side-by-side element timing. And so I saw a huge drop-off when the singles training started to kind of pull back and she focused solely on pairs because you have to train so many different things at once. You have to train your singles elements, but then you have to also be training throws. And the feeling of a triple sow on your own versus a throw sow it's it's a completely different jump, but yet somehow feels the same. So you start to just see these pair girls really struggle with the side-by-side elements because they don't have as much time to train their singles elements and their timing has just been thrown off. So I'm not saying she's going to be worse. I'm just concerned. I think that they're going to be great. That my take and um, I think that they looked really strong at their um, events earlier this season. I think they look mm-hmm. really strong. I, they And you can tell... She's a really good fit for him. Yes, she is. And you can tell that they are very consistent in practice because of the transitions and linking elements that they have. 
out of landings of throws, out of, you know, different elements that they have. And to kind of counter what you just said about losing that focus of the singles, I mean, in pairs, for us, it's so easy to be like, look at the side-by-side jumps. And they, the side-by-side jumps are some of the least point earning elements in pairs. True. True. That the Although pair elements are the where they mistakes. We do, we do, right? Like we that's where we see the most mistakes, but a pair's event can be won and lost with lifts and pair elements. That's the big ticket item. Those yeah. are their quadruple jumps. Yeah, I th- I think you make a good point. I think that pairs absolutely and that's why the focus goes to the quality of the lifts and the throws and the twists and things like that. It makes sense, but at the same time, an event can also be won and lost by who stands up on their side-by-sides. Like the number of times I have been commentating on a pairs event, which I'm sorry to anyone who has ever listened to my pairs commentary. You should have never been forced <laughs> to listen to me commentate on pairs. But I've like, never been watching... given a personal apology and I've listened to it a lot. <laughs> well, Consider Sarah, this you're it. the one who's helping me prep for them. So So maybe you owe both you both owe me. An I apology. actually owe her an apology to her <laughs> face because she puts in so much work to help me be prepared for pairs. Um, <laughs> um I think the thing about the side by side jumps is that like I Adam is right in terms of their value. But I think there's a broader intrinsic value to just staying on your feet where it takes you out of the program so much when they fall on those. Mm -hmm. And lifts, like the issues that they have on lifts are usually harder to see. It's like, you know, unstable feet or like, you know, kind of choppy movement as she gets into the position or whatever, maybe like it's a little less goes down. Right. It interrupts the program a little bit less. So I think that's why like the side by side jumps feel important, even though points wise, they're really not. Yeah. But that's what makes pairs so tricky, because like when a good pair team comes out and they nail everything, that's really what feels so elevated. Like when we watch the reigning world champions to do. Like, I think that's what, I I don't want to sound negative. I think that's the point that I'm trying to make is we see so many teams struggle with the side-by-side elements and it's because maintaining your single skills while also being really good at pair skills is very hard to do, Mm -hmm. which is why we don't see it that often. It's true. Um, I actually think... My favorites to win this event are Annika Haka and Robert Kunkel from Germany. Okay, yeah. I can um, absolutely get behind that. I think, I, like I mean, them. well, they, first of all, their short program is fun. Very fun. With, I love rock and roll. We, we are here love. for a fun short program. Yeah. Um, and, and we I love also, rock and roll. I do love rock and roll. Let and, it be known. Well, and they've competed three times already. And- I think that makes me feel Train good your competition about mm-hmm. them. I love it. Um, and yeah, I, I think I think they're probably my favorites to win this event. Yeah. But I think the Canadians could win it, um, mm-hmm. depending on execution of everything. Um, Adam choreographed a program for one of the American teams, Chelsea what? and Balazs. I did, yeah. I worked with Chelsea and Balage earlier this season, and um, 
That's so fun. Yeah, they have a they have a lot of potential. I think yeah. um you know it's really up to them to kind of get it all together and to and it's up, up to them to to make everything as seamless as possible but you know for this competition I think for them it's really all about gaining that experience because for a lot of these US teams they have the potential to be a US champion this year you know I think oh, that yeah. that door is open and it really will set a tone of how these teams compete on the Grand Prix of who are we looking at to kind of take over that spot of Alexa and Brandon. And, right. you know, who's going to fill those shoes? They're big shoes to fill. They're the shoes of a world champion. Well, and also, who are we looking at to send to Worlds to hold down spots? Right. Because... That's what I think this is really all about, especially, you know, leading into Olympics, obviously, is, you know, not right here, but it's it's coming up. And so the U.S. really needs to start developing that talent so that we can secure three spots, because right now I don't think I can confidently say that we have the talent to do that. Uh, that's not to say that these teams won't get there, but they're all just so new. I mean, it's uncharted water for them. Plazas and Fernandez are in this field at least. They've been together the longest of all of the US teams and they haven't been together that long. That's not exactly true because okay, Grace Hans and Danny Newdecker were supposed to compete and then they withdrew and the team that got in instead who just got in is a team that has been together for a long time. Um, their names okay. are Isabel Martins and Ryan Bedard. They did juniors together for like seven years. Okay. Um, okay. And then they broke up in 2022 and then they got back together this year. Um, and they're with Jenny and Todd. Um, mm-hmm. I okay. think that I, I haven't seen a lot of their skating, so I don't want to speak mm-hmm. out of turn, but they have been together for quite a while. At okay. Least. Okay. Yeah. And they have a You're really right nice that Valentina style. and Max have the most senior experience of these three, yeah. and it's not a lot. And it's not a lot. Yeah, that's that's the point I'm trying to make. It's just, uh, it's an opportunity. Our, our U.S. teams really just need time to skate together, time to skate together on these big international stages. And, uh, you know, only time will really tell with how we see things shake out and you know sometimes when push comes to shove you'll see people step up to the challenge and that's what's exciting about this event is that you know there's no clear front runner there are people who we think that will fare out better than others but there's really no clear podium at this event and 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 it leads for this hope that you might not have if if there were some more established competitors in this event so it's really interesting to see who will step up to this yep. open door so i think th- that is the excitement of the pairs that did not expect to get any coin and we love that and we love we coin. do we love <laughs> coin we don't get any for this podcast but we love no. it no we do nope. love it we do love it uh did we earn dance i was just gonna ask if we <laughs> earned dance you've earned it You've earned dance. Let's talk about dance. I feel that way. Can I, before Sarah goes into dance, can I just make a quick shout out? This is to all um, people who want to dye their hair blonde. Okay? Okay. This is dance related. 
There were two examples of perfectly dyed blonde hair. And I do want to shout these out. Holly Harris has a perfectly, beautifully dyed honey golden hair. Women and men who dye their hair take notes. If you are thinking, I just wish I was platinum, look no further. You must. There should be a internal vesti- an, an internal investigation on Olivia Smart and the way that she has the most platinum hair that looks so healthy and hydrated. That's it. It's natural. Thank you. That's our dance preview, everyone. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Like, follow, share. (laughs) (laughs) And good luck to everyone. Uh, Um, All right, I'm done. Go on. Thank you. Um, Okay, so this is a great field. Mm -hmm. It's a great field. Um, Maddie and Evan, you know what? Let me start on a larger field note, which is I think I'm at the point where I feel oversaturated by the Ice Academy of Montreal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are six mm-hmm. teams that are full-time at that school and a seventh team that is part-time at that school in a 10-team field. Their training schedule is insane. The way that they like schedule out all of their athletes. This camp is gargantuan. I, I don't know if we've really seen any kind of dance camp like it before. I mean, no, certainly not at this, this scale. big. Yeah, right. not this right, big this scale. Even when like Igor and Marina had their camp not- and they had a million teams, it they wasn't no as organized. At a certain point. Yeah, it wasn't as organized and as large as this academy. And this is truly an academy. There are so many coaches. Yeah. And they're organizing it in a way that, yeah, I mean, they have seven teams at a Grand Prix event. That's yeah. it's incredible. But uh, to your point, Sarah agreed. There's a new, like, coach at the boards every single event. And I'm like, oh, who's that? Like, I, I just, yeah. I feel like the their team is huge. Yeah. So I'm just saying that as a point of interest for everyone. Um, Maddie and Evan have not competed this season. So this will be the first time that we see them since they won the world title. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I think it's hard to imagine that they don't win. Um, like, I just, I don't know right. how that would happen. Um, barring a disaster. Um, they're skating to Queen in their rhythm dance. They're skating to Pink Floyd in their free dance. Um, I think they'll both be, I think they'll do well with both of those, probably. Uh, I don't know all the exact cuts of music. Um, but I feel like, I mean, obviously I'm excited to see them to see what they're wearing, to see what they're wearing. The end. To see what right. they're wearing. <laughs> to see what they're wearing. To see what, what they're wearing. wearing. <laughs> to see what To see how Maddie has done her makeup. To see how Maddie has done Evan's makeup. To see how Maddie has done her nails. To see how Maddie has done probably Evan's nails as well. That's so true. Yes. To see Maddie. Maddie. And Evan. And Evan. E- but yeah. Maddie. To see comme ça. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Magnifique. <laughs> Majestique. Ma- Majestique. Um, 
is what Maddie is, honestly. Yes. I mean, yes. So, I'm, I mean, look, I don't think we can over talk about them just because we haven't seen the material. But mm-hmm. we love Maddie and Evan. They're obviously the most experienced team in the world. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm trying to think. No, yeah, they, they're more experienced than Marco, Fabri, and Charlene Guignard, aren't they? I think they he would is. be. Well, yeah, he uh, is. Yeah. He's been to eight Olympic Games. <laughs> He's won 15 he has- national titles. <laughs> Just but wait, <laughs> realistically, he might have. <laughs> in real life, he has been to four Olympics, and this would be his fifth. And assuming wow. they continue to skate, which I have no reason to believe they're not going to, they will be on the team. Right. At this yeah. point, it's hard to imagine that they would skate this season after winning a world title and not continue well, and also, games. like, yeah. it's like, okay, oh, yeah. this season they have a world championships in where they live in Montreal. And mm-hmm. then the then following season they have a home worlds. Right. It's just, yeah, I, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't keep going at that point. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah. Um. So super excited to see them. Um. And then I think it becomes, you know, a question of who's going to get second. Um, the team with the best scores so far in this field, outside of them who don't have any scores so far, um, are the Czechian team, mm-hmm. Natalie Tashlerova and Philip Tashler. Well, I have there to are say two that Czechian sibling teams in this field. I have to keep myself in Czech Republic because I well, love it's Czechia now. Well, so I, I need keep to keep myself in Czech uh Republic. <laughs> um, I love these Czech teams. I think it's funny that they're both sibling teams. I think that these are some of the strongest skaters I've like ever seen. They're flying. I they are. They are. I mean, and I it was seen insane. Them skate live. It was... I've seen them skate live a couple times, <laughs> and I just. But even I mean, I turned on their rhythm dance and i immediately was just like blown away i was shocked at the speed i was shocked the speed is just they look like maddie and zach out there in certain moments i was like yeah especially her especially her i was like there is a ton of power here oh my god and the quality of just like the crossovers and the basic skating from these Two Czechian teams. It was, and there was just something that you could tell, like the foundation that these teams had is so good. Yeah, I'm very. Are they training under the same coach, or were they developed by the same coach? Yes, because they do have the same coaches. It makes total sense because they both have the same excellent quality of skating. It was just fly. You did it. And congratulations, Ashley. Thank you. You mentioned the crossovers and I just I was like, I finally someone appreciates someone noticed. (laughs) Someone noticed the work I've done abroad. (laughs) Yeah. So I think I mean I I think that they seem like Natalie and Philip seem like they will fight for second here. Mm. If not be the clear second place team. That's really exciting. I feel like it's been a while since we've had like newer teams on the podium, you know, like I feel like it's the same 
handful of people and this is I like that I like having a new name in the mix yeah I mean that said like Caroline Green and Michael Parsons should be able to compete for this podium they their scores when they went out at Lombardia were pretty low for them I know that we talked about that after that event happened um and they skipped their next event to I assume make some changes um but I actually I mean changes are look changes are good probably like early in the season when you don't get the scores that you want better to do it now but I will say like I love their programs I loved both of their programs I think there are adjustments you could make within them but I Mm -hmm. thought their programs were really strong their free dance in particular I think is really I mean it's really nice on them I think after not getting the scores that they weren't looking for, I think it was a really smart move because they're obviously well-trained. I think it was a really smart move to take themselves out of that second event, take a beat, refocus, and, and, you know, do everything they can to be prepared for this Grand Prix season. Because I agree, I really like the programs. I'm curious to see what changes that, um, that they worked on and what changes they might make. Um, But... I really like this team a lot. I really like Caroline and Michael I do a too. lot. Me and I too. think watching the free dance was such a relief to me because I was a little bit over them with the Rhapsody in Blue. I mm-hmm. didn't I did not really like, like their it. Rhapsody in Blue. I didn't program. like it just felt very juniorish to me. It felt like a juniorish program. Well, and Rhapsody in Blue is always gonna feel kind of juniorish to me as, sure. yeah. as music. Yeah, and so I I didn't love that on them, and I was so relieved watching these programs, feeling like, oh, I yes, yes, I love this right. team. This is this is why like, I like them. Yeah, and I think yeah. um, like Charlie and Tanith are doing such a, and Greg are doing a really nice job with their development. It seems like to me. So yeah. you know, hopefully that whatever changes they made, combined with you know being competing in the u.s will help them like in their scores and you know so they could definitely be on the podium here for sure um oh, yeah, i think olivia sure. smart and tim diek could be on this podium mm-hmm. i Heard am perfect getting blonde. dragged on twitter for not knowing that that one song that i don't like in their cut is an elvis song but let me just defend myself to Please, this is your Twitter platform. User. You not get dragged as someone who is actually. I been was dra- told don't- it was a flutz that I didn't know that Suspicious Minds was an Elvis song, and I just want to say, yeah, I just want to say, ahead. roll the tape back because I think what I said was, if it's an Elvis song, it's one I don't know. It's Bolero. Bolero is an Elvis song. Da- when i saw this tweet (laughs) yeah drag me if anyone's gonna drag me like come after me don't come after sarah she works 15 jobs come after me um (laughs) no no i I I read that no you can go after sarah she can go after sarah she's a big girl i expect i accept the criticism i didn't know that was an elvis song but I stand by what you I said. You did say which something is, along the lines of like, I might not know it. And now Ashley's dragging Sarah. What else is new? <laughs> I'm supporting her. <laughs> I'm supporting her. I stand by <sighs> what I said that the cut of it, like the cover that they used 
feels like it really takes me out of the program and I don't like it. That said, I love their rhythm dance and I like most of the free dance. So, you know, and their scores were, were good, especially for how new they are. Like, I think they're yeah. going to do really well this season for a new team. I think they're going to do really well. And now I want to talk about my children, Marjorie and Zachary. Yes. I, I mean, why would you give up an opportunity to say la joie and la ga? You're right. Drag her. Just, yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> this is my dance preview. It's so well, can you handle fun. it or not, Sarah? Yeah. Can you handle it I or not? You said, I thought you said it's okay. Come after me in the comments. <laughs> come after she me. She said comments, comments, not her face. Yeah, not here. Right. Um, later talk behind about my back. Me behind my back Please. not to my face yeah like show some respect and talk about me later um okay la joie and la ga lala as they're affectionately known mm-hmm. not the season debut that we wanted for them no no um i let me just say like their free dance last year was maybe the best program of the year to me. I loved mm-hmm. it. You did I say that. I loved often. it. And I felt I felt robbed of it at the world championships. So mm-hmm. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. And I think that a lot of people loved their material last year and they did like gain a lot of momentum throughout the year. You know, they ended up getting third at four continents. Like they they did, you know, they were on the up and up. And like four continents is the dance Stacked. competition. Yes. You know, more than it is like most of the top teams in dance are competing at four continents. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So like they yes. did really well there. Um, and I, so I think a lot of people expected that when they came out this season that they would immediately have some higher scores than they had at Nepola. Um, the, you know, there were some, you know, obvious issues in terms of like the technical, there was, you know, a twizzle issue. Like, I don't think about that in terms of the score, like whatever it's early. I don't think about that. The rhythm dance is not good. No, it's bad. And it was, the thing is someone was obviously going to skate to thriller. I'm just disappointed that it's them. Yeah. And I don't even necessarily like setting aside that, like, Michael Jackson is a little overdone. Like I, I don't even necessarily hate the opening half of this program with Thriller, but when they kind of start to strip away the instrumentation and lean more on animal noises and vocals, yeah, yeah, that's when I was lost. Is this like it is not? I was wondering if they were pulling sound bites from the music video. Like it genuinely sounded like that is in the song too. But I, but it's still just like. This is weird. Jarring. Why are we doing this? It Mm. takes you out of the program. And then you're just like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. It felt like a creative idea that went awry. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. So I'm curious if they, you know, will have made any changes after Nepola. Um, They will. They're just going to come out in the 13 going on 30 costumes instead of the... Michael Jackson costumes. Well, I think they should think about the music, but 13 going on 30, that's a free idea, everyone. Marjorie and Zach. Free idea. (laughs) Um, And it's a great movie. Like, don't don't knock it it until you try it. It is a great movie. Um, So, the free dance, I think, like, 
is really nice on them for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. it, it starts to feel a little bit long, I think, because it's soft piano almost throughout. And then if anything, like the sudden orchestration in the last 40 seconds or whatever it is, like feels a little much almost after having such a quiet yeah. piano the whole time. Like I wish they had kind of soft orchestration a little bit throughout. So right. that could get Build. bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm nitpicking. I think I think overall it's a nice program on them. It's a nice style for them, and they're doing it relatively well. Um, it's just anyway. I really want good things for them. I love their skating, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to see them live. And I hope that Nepola was, you know, just like early season, need to get some stuff out of the system and make some adjustments. Yeah. Um, Fair. Una and Gage Brown. I'll talk about because they're the third American team. Please. They are the ones that I mentioned who are part-time with Montreal. They started working yeah. with, um, I think they specifically work with Roman and P- Patrice. Um, and they started working with them over the summer and they just like do, do it part-time. Um, I think that they have really fun, a really fun rhythm dance. And Gage is like a little ham. I mean, he I is know. really fun to yeah, watch. Yeah, he's cheeky yeah he's really fun to watch i mean even in even in kind of the softer more classical free dance i find him to be the one that my eye is drawn to which like you know it's always interesting there are certain dance teams where you're like your eye is drawn to one partner or Mm -hmm. the other um and i find i always find myself watching him um he's a great performer so i think for them it's probably just a a need in a need to increase power and speed Mm-hmm. They always just seem small to me. Yeah, well, they are they are small, and like I I don't think yeah, but I feel like a lot of skaters are small, but they just make me feel like oh, they're small skaters. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's most of what I wanted to talk about. Although I will address Lim and Quan because the Twitter people asked me to, or asked us to. Okay. So Hannah Lim and Ye Kwan are making their senior Grand Prix debut. They represent Korea, but they're both Canadian. Um, Mm -hmm. They're both from Montreal. Um, And, um, you know, I'm excited to see. I haven't really seen the rhythm dance because they're doing Prince and the music was stripped off of YouTube um, for copyright. Mm -hmm. Right, (laughs) which was so annoying. Kind of miming. (laughs) For a little while, and then I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let gonna... me just watch it live. I've, yeah, <laughs> I've gotten the gist of this. Yeah, my thing. I'm like, they were second at Junior Worlds last year, I think, last year, right? Um, and they're good. They're still juniorish to me, but I'm, you know, nowhere to go but up. Got to start somewhere. So I think so true, Sarah. I think they skate a little, a little small, a little tight like a little lacking in extension right now um but you know that will hopefully Nowhere come to go but up but being at an event like this it's going to be really good for them because yeah, there's some really a- powerful teams out there like for the browns i also feel like this is going to be really good yeah because they're just, just being on practices yes with- it's going to elevate elevate yeah. the whole event and their yeah. own skating yep agree yeah so i'm i mean i'm excited for them to like be out and getting more experience because a lot of the other skaters that we just talked about we've seen a lot of and you know they're brand new so this is it's exciting and that's my dance preview oh my god this is you earned this it. is the event yeah 
Thank you. Very good. Very good, everyone. Not Tosca. So exciting news. We actually did figure out how our fantasy league was going to work. Just the three of us. So we have figured out the order that we're going to go in via coin toss, which happened prior to the recording of this segment right here. Um, I, lucky me, will go last because uh, I don't have luck. <laughs> or uh, potential. Or potential. And Damn second it. will, <laughs> or potential. <laughs> second will be Sarah and Adam will be leading us off. And we are going to each draft two men, two women, and then one pairs and one dance. Pairs and dance are going to be worth less points because there are fewer skaters in the field. And anything else that we need to go over before we get this started? Yeah, and, and also you can't draft someone who's been drafted. So once Luna is drafted, for instance, no one else can have her. She's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and it'll be scored, like Ashley said, like, where if you get first in the singles field and there's 12 people, you get 12 points for that. If you get first in the dance field and there's 10 teams, you get 10 points for that. So it's a little bit yeah. less. So Adam, who would you like yeah. to draft first? Choose your fighter. And so we can choose any order we want. You can start with a dance. You can start with the pairs. Okay, any so order. my first choice, my first draft is going to be Ilya Malinin. All right. Sarah. Maddie and Evan. Damn it. Sorry. I feel like I can't, I can't guarantee who's going to be in the top two of the other fields, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, I, I want, uh, I want Luna. I want Luna. I want her. I want her. I am. I'll take Isabel. Okay. I want. There's so much drama. This is very, it's like the NFL draft. I know. Isn't it kind of fun? I want Shun Sato. You've convinced mm-hmm. me of him, Adam. I want Shun Sato. Ashley. I want Monica Wabe. Okay. Adam. I think I am going to take, I'm going to take Leah and Trent. Trent. Trendant. All right. I'm going to take Amber Glenn. Big Glenn heads. Because I'm, I'm Glenn going. <laughs> My team is I'm called the Glenn heads. Kevin Amos. All right. I'm going to take Andrew Torgashev. Damn. I, I wanted him. Okay. I'll take Nika Agadze. I'm going to take the. Check team, Ugh. Natalie and Philip. Okay. I'm writing everything down. Okay. I need another man and a... No. No, I need another woman. You know what? I'm going to do Hana Yoshida. Yeah, you're dark horse. Why not? Um, I'll take Annika Haka and Robert Cohn. Damn it! <laughs> Who do I have now? I have two, I have a dance and a pair, and I have Sarah. You have Maddie, Evan, Shun Sato, Amber, Nika, and Anika. 
I have my two men already. Mm-hmm. So I just need one more woman. Okay. Ashley. I'm going to go with Max. Love Max. Love we Max. love Max. Yeah. Love Max. Okay. I need Ilya. I need another. Oh, I need a dance. Okay. I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to go with Green and Parsons. Okay. My final pick is Mona Chiba. I have to choose a pair team, and I just spent this entire podcast talking about how the U.S. pair scene was not developed yet. <laughs> um, and that's what I get. So I'm going to go with Valentina and Max because they have a dog named Axel, don't they? They do. Axel yeah. spelled not after the jump, but after Axel Rose. Wow. Okay, so my team is Ilya, Isabeau, Leah and Trent, Torgashev, Hanna, Green, and Parsons. Sarah, you have- You have a good team. I feel like we I feel good about good my teams. team. We all have We all do have really good teams. Sarah, you have Maddie and Evan, Shun Sato, Amber, Nika, Anika, and Robert, and Monet. Okay, a- Ashley, you have Luna, Mana, Kevin, Natalie and Philip, Max, and you have- our Americans, Valentina and Max. Okay. May the best all-star win. win. And also, I'm just going to shout this out. We have our friends at Anything GOE. They actually do have a fantasy skating league that you can join. I'm going to join on behalf of the run-through so that we can play along with everybody. But I... um. Think that if you strongly. want to play along with us, I strongly yeah. urge you to go join their fantasy league as well. We love them. They're our friends over there. And um, we'll see how we fare out over in a real competitive fantasy league. And, um, you know, reach out to us. Let us know how you think everybody is going to do. How do you think? Are you team Sarah? Are you team Adam? Are you team Ashley? Well, Ashley, I think we know, has no potential and no one has ever... And no one's ever thought that. I've never cheered for Ashley. People do say that about me. (laughs) And they're going to say it again. Forever the underdog. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, great. Okay, great. All right, we did it. I'm excited. And the next time we do this podcast, I will have spent four days in Allen, Texas. And you'll be a better woman because of (laughs) it. Yeah, you will. (laughs) Or you'll actually, you know what? You'll finally be a woman because of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a Texas law. (laughs) Legally, actually, they will force you to be a woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing else. And on that note. That's it. We we ran through that event. Uh, We will be back next week. We are going to be talking about Skate America, what happened. Uh, Do a quick little prediction for skate canada which will be following it and we're we're in the thick of it, it yeah we're in the thick of it season baby we're in it let's so go. we'll see you next week after skate america everybody enjoy the competition i know we will be and we will see you and talk to you and you'll listen to us next week you better bye bye, bye. not tosca how is that clearer?
da 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 I don't know what happened to me during uh, women's preview. I think I had a hot flash. <laughs>